Father God, thank you so much that we can hear you speak today through the Bible. Help us to see how amazing you are and help us to apply what we learn today, even when that's hard. Amen. So to get us started, we're going to play a game, which I've cleverly entitled Good News or Bad News. So the, the, the concept is quite simple. I'm going to share a situation with you, and you have to decide, is this, for me, good news or is it bad news? So what I'll do is I'll say the first one, and you put your hand up if you think it's good news, and we'll see how many people don't put their hand up for bad news. So the first one is Marmite on toast. Is that good news? So put your hand up if you think that's good news. Okay, there's a few Marmite lovers in the house. I am not one of them, so I'm with you. Everyone who kept your hands down, thank you very much. Great. Okay, you've got the idea. So second one, teacher training day. <laughs> Hands up for good news. Okay, you can tell we've got quite a few teachers in the room, and we've also got quite a lot of parents in the room as well, right? <laughs> okay, next one up. 99 sleeps to Christmas. It is now sub 100 days, so... Okay, a lot of you siding with the turkeys in that there are very few days now between now and Christmas. Okay. I thought there would be more people who would be excited about that, but, you know, never mind. Okay, okay, and finally, you've got the idea now. Finally, is this good news or bad news? Sunderland 3, Newcastle 0. So hang on, let me, let me get the date that this actually happened. This actually did happen on the 25th of October 2015, and it's gone downhill since then for them, hasn't it? So a lot of Newcastle supporters in the room. But did you know that since the records began in 1898 and Newcastle and Sunderland have faced each other, they have each won 53 games? It's even Stevens. So, you know, they are several leagues apart right now, so it's going to be a while before they play each other again, but I thought that was quite interesting. Anyway... I hope that has made you think what looks like bad news for some people, Newcastle United, might be really good news for other people. And in our Bible passage today, we've got an example here of what looked like bad news, but God turns for good. Now, in our morning services, we've been looking at the book of Acts together, and it's all about the story of the early church after Jesus' death and resurrection. And up to now, the Christians have only really been in the city of Jerusalem, and there have been lots of amazing things that have been happening. People have come to believe and trust in Jesus, and on one day alone, 3,000 people have become Christians, which is amazing. But, but not everyone was happy about this. You see, following Jesus brings enemies, people who don't want to have Jesus in charge of their lives. And it was now happening to the Christians in the church in Jerusalem. And the word the Bible uses in our passage is persecution, which means they were treated badly because of what they believe. So to help illustrate this, I'm going to need quite a few helpers. So do I have some volunteers? If you put your hand up, you can come straight up. I'm going to need lots of volunteers. Come and stand up here at the front. Yeah, everyone, yeah, you can come up. Yeah, 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 come on up, come on up. Need a, need a good crowd up the front here. So come and, come and stand together, everyone. Thank you very much, everyone. Yep, you come and sit. Yeah, no, we don't need Bluey right now, do we? That's fine. Right, everyone, come and stand, stand together up the front. Okay, great. Thank you. So, guys, pay attention. You, you guys are the church here in Jerusalem. 
You've had lots of amazing times together. You've been sharing food. You've been reminding one another all the amazing truths about Jesus. So look happy. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Someone got the idea. But, but lots of people don't like Christians. And life now starts to get really difficult for you guys. One of your leaders, called Stephen, has just been killed for believing in Jesus. And others of you are getting thrown into prison. Which is really bad, isn't it? Sorry, you're now getting thrown into prison. There we go. Anyone else need to get thrown into prison? Yeah, you definitely need to get thrown into prison. Okay. And because it's now getting difficult and dangerous, you guys are scared. You don't want to get thrown into prison. Life is getting really hard for you, right? So you now have to escape Jerusalem. So you now escape. So some of you are going to go to Judea, over in the back corner there. So go run down the back there. And Mahini's holding up a sign that says Judea. And some of you are going to go to Samaria over in the corner over there. So you guys are going to run off down the corner there to Samaria. You guys have got to escape Jerusalem. It's not safe for you anymore. So run down the back, down the side there. And so if you're one of these Christians, you've just had to flee for your lives, it'd be really easy to think that this is all round bad news. In verse 2 of our passage, it says that they're really sad about Stephen. Some are getting thrown into prison. Others have to escape safety, escape to safety. But Jesus said the church was going to grow. How is it going to grow? It looks like it's crumbling. But if they were upset, they would only just need to remember what Jesus himself had said to them. After he died on the cross and rose again, he made this promise to his first believers but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria until the ends of the earth. And that's exactly what's happened, isn't it? The Christians have been scattered to Judea and Samaria. Jesus promised them his Holy Spirit. In other words, he promises that he's going to be with them forever. Jesus also says he's going to help them be witnesses. That means he's going to help them tell other people about Jesus and point people to him. The Bible then tells us that the Christians started telling their new friends in their new cities about Jesus too. And in Samaria, God uses one of the leaders called Philip to heal sick people as a way of pointing people to Jesus too. And what was the reaction when that happens? So there was much joy in that city. What an amazing turnaround. What started looking like the church was falling apart is the start of the good news about Jesus spreading to the whole world and ultimately here to us, to you and to me. What looks like bad news, God turns for good. Thank you to our boys and girls who are in Jerusalem and, sorry, Judea and Samaria. You can come and sit back down at the front. Thank you very much indeed for your help. So in the same way that the church back then had its enemies, Jesus says to us here today that we have to be ready for that too. For most of us, that's going to look really different, right? We live in a world that just often sees us as weird or different. 
It might be that people at school or at work make fun of us or exclude us from things because we're Christians. But for some of us, it might get more serious. It might be that we lose our jobs because we're trying to speak up for Jesus. Or our families might be really angry that we're following Jesus and they might never speak to us again. And there are some Christians, especially those in other countries, whose lives are literally in danger because they call Jesus Lord. One in seven Christians around the world face persecution because of their belief in Jesus. And to Christians in that situation, and indeed to all of us, Jesus says, I am with you always. That's the promise he makes. All Christians can know that Jesus has made a way for us to be with God forever, no matter what happens in this world. Jesus doesn't promise that it will be easy, but he does promise that it will be worth it. And he's with us always and always faithful. And it might look like really, really bad news, but let's pray that God, by his spirit, brings about good news. As a church, we run these courses called Christians Explored, which gives people a chance to think through who Jesus is. And someone told me recently the story of one of these courses where one week one of the people got really, really aggressive. He didn't like what Jesus had to say. He got really aggressive. He started shouting. He said it was all a load of rubbish. Completely dominated the discussion. And so no one could get a word in edgeways. And the leaders went away really discouraged and sad. Next week, only one person came back. Bad news, right? But that one person eventually became a Christian. And later he said, it was the way that you reacted when that guy went off on one. You just practiced what you preached and were still trying to be loving and kind even while he rubbished your most dearly held beliefs. It looked like really, really bad news, but God brought about good news through the faith and witness of those Christians. Or kids, why not ask your parents to print off a copy of the Open Doors Prayer Passport? I've got some copies here if anyone wants one. It gives you a prayer every day for different countries where it's difficult to be a Christian. And for the grown-ups, there's also a world watch list which lists off the top 50 countries where Christians risk everything to follow Jesus. Will you commit to praying for them every day this term? For them, it might look like really, really bad news. But let's pray that God, by his spirit, uses those people to bring others to himself. And if you are here today and do find it hard to be a Christian, then please do share that with someone so that we can pray and help. And remember Jesus' promise, I am with you always to the end of the age. Let me pray as we finish. Lord Jesus, you tell us that things will be hard for Christians in this world. We pray for Christians we know and those we don't all over the world who are persecuted for their love of Jesus. Please would we all know that you are with us always. Amen. Thank you everyone for listening. You've done really, really well. You can go back to your parents, go grab a seat. Um, And we're going to stand to sing our final song, which is full of reminders about the good news that we hold out to the world. See if you can spot them all as we sing together and remind one another and encourage one another in singing. Let's stand and sing.